Yes, of course. Burl Bearer. <laughs> I've known a few writers who were rogues and vagabonds. And I'm Roger Moore. I didn't supply the microphone. Oh, yeah, I should have. Unfortunately, he's passed away. True Crime Uncensored. I am the legendary Burl Bear. Mark C.G. Boyer, fact checker extraordinaire and co-host. Produced by Magic Matt Allen, who's in the Rock and Roll Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> I love saying that. I got a brand new microphone, and you've got a brand new key. <laughs> I feel so good now. We're going to help you out today. We're going to make your life so much easier because we're going to keep you from getting scammed. And in order to do that, send $10,000 to Outlaw Radio immediately. Our GoFundMe pages. Yes. yes. I haven't set up one of those. Beat them, cheat them, and how. Yeah, damn well tempted. A lot of people get scammed on this one friend of mine got ripped off by big bucks. In fact, that friend of mine was me about 10 years ago. Uh, tech support scammers. This is one of my favorites. You're sitting there at your computer minding your own business when all of a sudden, ding, 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 all these pop-ups come up to say, your computer is infected with all sorts of horrible diseases. Call this number immediately and we'll fix it. Don't call that number immediately. Just close the damn message and tell them, gay cock and off and yum. Which is, which means, which is means politely go away. Yeah, go away. <laughs> yeah. To me, actually, literally, it means go poop in the ocean. Yes, I know. <laughs> An old Yiddish expression. Don't fall for that one. Uh, that's called ransomware. They're holding you. Uh, uh, that's, a, that's different. That's different? Okay, clarify for me. The scam you're referring to is merely a tech support scam where um, you pay them money. Yeah. They run some fancy looking stuff and your kinds of things show up on your screen and it looks great. And then it eventually comes up and says everything's fixed. Isn't that nice of them? But there was never a problem in the first, first place. place. Nope. So they you gave them money to fix a problem that didn't exist. Didn't exist in the first place. Ransomware is a uh, completely different level of awful. A different level of awful. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, a... The, uh, the tech support scam is individual, but a um, the other kind of scam we're talking about, where they ransom your entire system. Now, how do they get away with that? Well, um, there's technology that's common. Uh, Microsoft uses something called BitLocker, uh-huh. and corporations use it to encrypt your hard drive. And only people with the, the decryption key can unlock that computer. So if it ever gets stolen, it's a boat anchor. There's, there's the... I could use one of those when I'm at Loon Lake. Yeah. <laughs> there, the information that's on the hard drive is scrambled. It's, it's encrypted. And so they can't find any information on it. Uh, so uh, BitLocker is just... Uh, it's been around for 30 years. And it's just... Uh, other... Uh, manufacturers, Dell and HP, have their own version of the concept for corporations to lock the computers to keep anyone from stealing it uh, and using it. But the problem with this, this particular scam is that if they go and break into a corporation or a government agency, they can shut the entire operation down. Uh, a 
uh, an electric hydroelectric plant, um, uh, an electrical distribution center, uh, the FBI. They can shut them all down. They can just lock the entire system out um, because computers uh, on a corporate or federal uh, agency are interconnected. The the software virus that that encrypts and locks the equipment spreads. And so as it, me as a consumer sitting at home on my little laptop, what does right. this mean to me? Um, there's very little incentive for individuals with this particular scam to go after you because you're not going to pay them $25 million. The hell no. Right? And so that this particular scam of, um, <clears throat> of ransomware is more large scale where they can make lots of money. Okay, so but, what I was referring to when you get this pop-up that says your computer's infected, quick call this number and we'll save your ass. Right. Well, basically, all you have to do um, is turn is log, shut the computer down and restart it. Run your virus scanner uh, to clean, you know, update the, your virus scanner and run it. And then the problem goes away. But once the, once the ransomware software has started, you can't do anything with that computer at all. Um, without their key to decrypt it. But the odds of me having ransomware as a regular consumer are very low, right? Um, most likely. But um, I'm, uh, I'm very wary of all the stuff that's out there. And on my quest to collect the world's largest porn collection. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's so a, it, you got to be careful with that. got to be careful. Yeah, Juarez is a bad one to go to. <laughs> Um, so I have uh, anti-pishing and anti-ransomware software. Um, Norton Antivirus, their pro- or Norton 360, can, has an anti-ransomware uh, component. Um, I use uh, a Cronus, which used to be True Image. Now, what about Kapersky? They say don't use Kapersky um, anymore. That's a very good. Uh, that's a very good antivirus. Uh, uh, Bitdefender gets top ratings. It's also another one. But what um, what I like about uh, Acronis is it's a backup tool. And if ransom, and you, so you have a complete copy of your hard drive. Oh, really? Yes, in, in backup. I have a file backup and I have a restore backup. And if you get ransomware, then Acronis uh, will, will wipe your drive for you. Clean it off. Uh, restore from the last configure last backup, and then scan it to see if the ransomware software is still there. Okay, it the, o- the odds of getting of- ransomware are low, but if you do get it, if you do get ransomware and you haven't backed up your device, you either pay them the money to un- to unlock it, or you wipe the drive and reinstall from your manufacturer's reinstall. And spend the you know the day and a half to get all the the updates to your operating system. But and more likely, you'll get the tech support scam where it says your computer's infected. Yes. Call us on the phone. Right. Don't call them on don't, the phone. Don't ever call them. Don't ever yeah. call them. You, um, you can usually reboot and fix it that way. That's yes. right. That's right. Don't fall. You know, Barb fell for that one. Got taken for big cosmic bucks. <laughs> Tragic story. 
Otherwise, but uh, in 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 general, that there's just some some things that are red flags that you can see that um, it should tick you off that something isn't right. Any any uh, notification on your computer, email or otherwise, that tells you that you have to do it now is a scam. That's right. Urgency, the sense of urgency, it prevents you from thinking. And Anytime, Lord knows I have enough trouble with that already. If you have a legitimate uh, connection with a financial institution for your checking, savings, credit cards, whatever it happens to be, and you get a notice saying there's something wrong with one of your accounts on that with that financial institution, do not use the email or notification to go and check it out. What you do is you... you Go to the brow- your browser choice. Type in the name of the institution. Go to contact us on the bottom of the first main page. Call them on the phone. <laughs> Call them from that phone number. Ask for the fraud division. And then ask the person who answers. I got this notice for this account. Is it legitimate? And then go from there. Because chances are it's not. Today, as a matter of fact, I received a message that was immediately recognized by the brilliant, legendary Burl Bear as completely fraudulent. And I'll tell you why. It said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, where was it? Oh, here it is. It came from phone number 916-352-0560. Bank of America. Bank of America EDD debit card. And it says, Dear Bank of America prepaid card holder. First of all, you'll never get a message that doesn't have your name on it if it's real. Right. And also it goes on to say that I have a deposit pending, but they need to verify that all my information. (laughs) This came from, here's the address, HTTP helpvisaprocessing.app.link. That is not a Bank of America <laughs> web division of any sort. I will send that to Bank of America. Probably they've been inundated, but people are already sending that to their fishing division and their. Yeah, if they if they don't know your name, if they don't know the specific, the physical product they're talking about, they generally are not legit. Now here's one that millions of people have fallen for, including me at one time, and that is. Someone hacks a good friend of yours uh, Facebook account. And on you get a message from them on Facebook Messenger that says, Hey, Mark, this is Burl. I'm stranded in Bolivia. I desperately need you to send me 50 bucks by PayPal, but my PayPal account is locked. Send it to my good friend, uh, Ralph Schwartz. Uh, here's his uh, PayPal. And so uh, you send the 50 bucks to Ralph Schwartz, and then you talk to me on the phone. I go, I'm not in Bolivia. Right. I, I didn't ask you to say I, I find it fascinating because I had a family member uh, lose a sizable chunk of cash because they were told their grandchild was stuck in a foreign country. And I asked this family member after the fact, did you ever stop and think and ask what was this your grandchild doing in a foreign country? And wouldn't you have known if they were going on a vacation like that? Well, in this case, the person wasn't saying they were in a foreign country. They just said they were in a bad 
financial situation and needed 50 bucks ASAP. And I thought it was strange that they were sending it to this other person that I didn't even know when I could have probably gotten in an Uber or got over to their place and handed them the money. Um, if you are asked um, to send money, any request that is time sensitive, urgent, we need urgent. It urgently, that's a scam. No, no legitimate, uh, no legitimate company would require you to send them the money. Not even the IRS does that. No, IRS does not. No, send- the IRS just goes and garnishes your wages. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, if you're asked, it has to be now. It's not legit. And if they want you to pay in gift cards, tell them to get covered up and Any pay, any payment method requested that isn't. Uh, a normal credit card or an ACH, automatic clearinghouse, direct deposit from a, your checking account, um, it's not It's not legit. No, no. one's asking for any of that. No, N- no financial institution is ever going to ask for Bitcoin. And the other one is, if you've been doing some Bitcoin uh, trading, if you get a message saying, and this one is just so blatant, you, uh, you've been mining with Bitcoin mining up that you have coming to you. You have $34,000 waiting for you in Bitcoin. At which time I would say, fine, just transfer the Bitcoin into my Bitcoin wallet. But instead, they don't give you that option. (laughs) You say, we're transferring that into money, and now you just pay us $64, and we'll send you the $34,000. Don't send them $64. It's a scam. You'll never get the $34,000 because you can't even tell them, no, don't. Don't turn it into cash. Just send me the Bitcoin to my wallet. No, no. Report that immediately to the... Uh, it usually comes from Bitcoin mining, supposedly from Oregon. Uh, Oregon has a entire division devoted to scams like that. Contact them and give them the name of the company, and they will go after them. So if you ever get contacted, either through a pop-up or an email, um, there will be information on the email that that targets what... Their, what that email was about, kind of, so you would know it's, um, um, you know, it's a lottery, it's a lottery winning, and then you can just go to Uncle Google, <laughs> type in, you know, the relevant information, and see what shows up. You can even use the word "is this a scam" in your search, and what you're going to find most of the time is yes. Yes. It's a scam. But at the, the bottom line is don't overreact. Take your time. Think about it. Make an effort to stop. The other one is the romance scam. I get a kick out of this one. That is, uh, someone says, is this Sally? Uh, you know, hi, Sally. This is your friend so-and-so. And then you say, no, this is not Sally. This is Burl or Mark or Matt or whoever it is. You go, oh, I'm so sorry. Did I bother you? No, that's Okay. Uh, blah, blah, you strike up a conversation and suddenly they become your close personal friend. And then, oh, a couple weeks later, their uncle is kidnapped in Malaysia <laughs> and they need $200 to bail them out or something. Don't fall for it. So I got, I get these about four times a week. And I say, oh, I'm so happy to hear from you. I can't wait to hear about how your uncle was kidnapped in Malaysia and you need $200. I need to hear from him again. 
Ah, so you get it four times a week? Well, I have to cut back. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just really interfering. You know, and, and with me, it's not Bolivia. It's Colombia. Colombia? Yeah. You get that? Went to Colombia? That's where they're kidnapped. If that happens, call Ron Chepsick. He's got pals in Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> he knows all about it. In fact, he got his wife in Colombia. I've got a good deal for her, too. One of the one of the major problems with the romance scams yeah. is that that um, people I call them sheeple they they don't want you know people like to belong they like to feel wanted and needed and these scams are successful because people lose objectivity I mean they can't imagine how this person that loves them would, would do something like that to them. Well, don't you love me? I've been communicating with you from email for two weeks. <laughs> don't you love me forever? One of my favorites so far, and I've been getting this at least for for five years. We're from the Energy Conservation Council. Oh, yes. And no matter what I do, I can't get them to stop calling. I even, you know, clicked the button on the phone to talk to somebody. And I asked directly, okay, who supplies my energy? Where do I live and who supplies the energy? Well, we, we support everyone. He said, well, but I'm not everyone and my company isn't everyone. <laughs> but they don't know. Of course not. And I said, well, since you don't know who supplies my energy, you don't know who they are, then I don't think that you're capable of helping in any way. And I would prefer that you remove me from your your phone list. And they go, well, we just want to help. And I said, well, you've identified that you can't, so please stop calling. And then 10 minutes later, the same number, I entered it. I got the same person, and I said, we just talked 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Please, take me off your call list. And about 15 minutes later, there it is, the phone again. I answered. See, I answered the phone, which means they have someone on the hook, and they're going to keep calling. Till they wear you down. Right. And, I, and then so the third time, I got the same person, and I said, look, is there anything I can do? To get you to stop bothering me. And this the lady goes, no, and then gives me the standard F U and hangs up. <laughs> I like that. Bad news scam. Many scammers hunt for victims with calls or emails claiming to be from a government agency or the bank. With bad news. Ask questions. <laughs> Which bank? Uh huh. What government agency is this? One that doesn't exist. If they get pissed off when you try to slow them down, they're probably and most likely a complete fraud. I get, I get uh, legitimate calls from my financial institution. Yes. Asking if the char this charge is legitimate, and um, the person asked, you know, can I can I verify you? And I go, no. Can you? Are you allowed to tell me your name and your department? And I get, I write the name and department down, and I said, I don't give any information out of any kind unsolicited. But what I will do 
is I will call the, the institution's general phone line, ask for your department and you, and we can talk all you want. Good thinking. Yeah, don't give out information about yourself when you didn't initiate the conversation. Yeah, if you call them, that's one thing. If you get a call and it's not a number that's associated with your financial institution. Well, and, and you know, in these cases, they're legit. It's a legitimate phone call from my institution trying to protect me. But if they ask for payment in gift cards, <laughs> that's a pretty good indication. Any kind, okay. And let's say that it's your bank. And you have a checking account, a savings account, a credit card, a debit card. They don't need to ask you for details because they have it on their computer screen. And so if something is wrong and you recognize it and something has to be done, you can tell them, just take it out of my savings account, take it out of the checking account, put it on my credit card because it's right there in front of them and they can do that. They don't need to ask you what it is. They don't need to ask you for your number. They could ask you for the last four digits, which is acceptable. Four digits of Social Security, four digits for a phone number or or the card itself. That establishes for them you're talking to the right person, and it's it's the right account. Now, if you're looking for a loan, you might get a from uh, some very legitimate-sounding company, like American blah, blah, blah loans. And they say, we're, and they have offering you this great interest rate on your loan, surprisingly low. You, they, so you're filling out the information, and then they ask, what's the login information to your bank account? Don't give it to them. Hang up. If, and you know, it's a very old, you know, buyer beware. Anytime an offer is, sounds too good to be true, it generally is. It is. Now, I got one of those calls while I was in my bank. And the bank manager was there, so I waved at them. Can I put it on the speakerphone? And they listened to this person get information. And when they said, now, please provide the login information for your online banking so we can do Bank manager about fell through his chair, screaming, no, no, never do that. It's a complete scam. And we have no pocket piece right there and there. What he should have done. Is shot them. No. No. He should have signaled you to stall. Now, he gets a direct line to their fraud division. The fraud division would give them pre-established credentials to track the criminals. You provide that information to them. Now the criminals use it, and law enforcement can then help track them down and catch them. Good. I called PayPal to uh, get a new PayPal card because all my stuff was stolen. My ID, my Social Security card, all my debit cards, everything. So I called PayPal and said, I need a new card. They said, "Uh, which one? (laughs) So there's four linked to your account recently. <laughs> I said, well, that's fascinating because there shouldn't be four people linked to my account. It's a good thing I'm in here right now. Go cancel all those and just send me a new one. My <clears throat> Another one is your social media uh, gets hacked. 
Oh, yeah. I had uh, an issue uh, a couple years ago where my aunt's um, email got hacked. And she's not capable of dealing with it on her own. She's in her early 90s. Um, So I went over uh, on a weekday and got finally got a hold because they make you know they don't want five million phone calls a day to the their fraud division for the mail client and i had we had nothing to prove that it was us but this this tech person's listening to us and my hands uh you know get your strice <laughs> uh, meltdown she finally agreed to help us and we got um we got all of it cleared up and got her a new password. Uh, but it was a huge hassle. The other one that I get a lot is the parcel delivery scam. Oh, I get so many of those on the email. Your parcel couldn't be delivered. Please send us gift cards. <laughs> BS is. You get that? So what parcel? From whom? I also get uh, info. You'll be happy to know your product has been shipped. You only owe us fifteen dollars. You know they assume you're a big company if you happen to be a company such as Bear Communications. They assume that, you know, Bear Communications is a multi-million-dollar industry. And uh, here, uh, here with your parcels been shipped. The equipment you ordered. Uh, please send us fifteen. I actually got a phone call, and it was, "Hi, this is Sally down in uh, shipping or down in receiving." Now, this is well, this was when I was at B. Barron Sons, which was a uh, structural steel, industrial gases, and scrap iron company in Walla Walla, Washington, which consisted of my dad, my cousin, and I. We don't have anybody down in <laughs> any other department unless they're in the basement. We don't know about them. And uh, they wanted a, a quick purchase order to uh, order these... <laughs> No, 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 that's not happening. <clears throat> so we had the bad news yeah. scams. They have good news scams. But what's that? Oh, you won the lottery. Or- well, that's impossible because I didn't enter the lottery and it's against the law to be at, for me to buy tickets to a, uh, a foreign lottery when I'm a United States citizen. Ah. So if somebody, if you get a notice... Telling you, you know, congratulations. If there is any request for funds up front, it's a scam. Yeah. You can get your $50,000 if you'll send us $75. Yeah, and, you know, um, my favorite is to get a hold of them and say, okay, well, why don't you just take it, take out, it of out of the 50000 That's what I say. Well, it's, we're not allowed to do that. And I said, well, I'm not allowed to pay you. But you send me the money, and since you know who I am and have my contact info, then there's no issue. You send me the cash, and I'll get you your seventy-five. Yeah. I, I just love having fun with these guys. Yeah, they uh, they don't go for that. There's a whole thing on YouTube of scamming the scammers, where they 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 find out who they are, they find out where they're located, everything. <laughs> yeah, that parcel delivery scam. I don't know why anybody falls for that one. Um, I can see from from our perspective as uh, being uh, single and alone, essentially, 
that, you know, it's just us, and we know what we did. But if you're a family member, like, you know, you're the wife uh, or husband, and you're busy, and you get this notice, and you go, well, did the kids do something? Did the wife do something? If you're in a hurry, and if you're rushed, you can fall for it because you suspect or assume that a family member did this. Mm-hmm. And then you fall for it. Um, uh, if you have or are associated with a legitimate financial institution, they all have a fraud division, and you can contact through their website that you have gone to by hand, not through any link, but in, and go to their, there's a, um, a simple form to fill out for the fraudulent charges. You fill that form out. They know how to contact you because you've already provided a phone number so they can get a hold of you. Uh, and then go through the process of getting your first. Uh, I recently had, um, after five years of uh, younger family members using my Microsoft account for their Xbox, five years, all of a sudden I'm getting a bunch of charges that I did since I don't own an Xbox. And Hello? <laughs> uh, yes, this is my... Yeah, they had, uh, so I went through this uh, fraud, um, fraudulent charges in Microsoft and said, these aren't me. And then I, I severed my Xbox number, go to the Xbox, and remove my, my account from the Xbox directly. Now, I had a uh, very unfortunate one with Amazon, and my account was hacked there, and someone made a fraudulent purchase of Amazon gift cards. So they froze up the account. Unfortunately, that's the same account where Amazon royalty, little things that I put up years ago mm-hmm. that I would be paid for. So I've not received any royalties from, my, from Amazon for these past few years because that account is locked because of the fraud that was done. <laughs> oh, I, can you explain to me? They say, send us verification of something like your payment accounts or something that shows what your name and your last four of your accounts so we can verify that you really are the person who makes these payments. I have no idea what they're talking about. Um, was the request from a, an individual? No, it's, it's actually when I log into Amazon under that old account. Okay. And they say, then um, you can... You can search at the bottom of the main Amazon page where it gives the um, there's a bunch of text at the bottom of the page from legitimate websites that have other things to, to link to. Yeah. And one of them is contact us. Uh-huh. You click that search for anywhere uh, for a phone number uh, for customer service. And then you just call and wait for, you know, the 18 rep. 18 years. <laughs> no, you, yeah, and then you wait for the rep, talk to the rep and say, this is the situation, they're asking for this information, I'm not clear on exactly what they want, is there any way you can transfer me to the correct department who can help me resolve this issue? Well, that's what I need to do, because there's, there's money out there 
Yes, and then and then uh, they will. You'll get shuttled around. It could take an hour and a half to go through the rigmarole, but eventually you'll get to the right place, and someone will help you. Well, that's awfully nice. I could use help, but I could also use whatever money that Amazon was holding for me all this time. And I haven't been able to get into that Amazon account because they want me to verify uh, something that I don't even know what they're asking for. There's an, uh, another um, survey scam that's running, that's rampant. I get at least 10 of these a day uh, saying that I I get this fabulous prize if I complete a survey. Oh, yeah. Right. Then fine print, financial participation required. Yes. Uh, my fav- the best one that I've seen so far is from a brand new complete set of hexclad Circulon um, cookware. Oh, really? Yeah, this is a very expensive pr- gift. You know, 500 Okay, Bob, uh, we already talked to you. That was Fred Wolfson. You're busy. I didn't call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if, uh, uh, if this survey, if it's asking for a survey... There should be some identification of who sent the request for the survey. Do a search on the Internet for that name with the word fraud in the search and see what pops up. And if you find more posts that are legitimate, say this is, this is a legitimate site, and they, they follow through and it's not a fraudulent, you know, then you get yourself a new tool set or whatever they're offering to give. Um, interesting, I got one from the government, um, to do a very long, an hour and a half survey, and they gave me a dollar. Well, how sweet of them. And it was in the, it was in the envelope, a dollar. <laughs> We're lucky people. I mean, there is a, a fellow uh, who was upset that he did not get the... How to win the lottery, because it was a classified ad, Secrets of Winning the Lotto, right? right. And he paid his $1 or $5 and didn't get it. So we complained to the post office, and they cross-checked and discovered the person who had placed this ad was the same person who was doing a multi-million dollar scam in the United States, England, and Australia. By contacting people, just had their spouse saying, congratulations, you won money in this foreign lottery. And you won, say, like a hundred bucks or something. Now, uh, I'd like your permission to reinvest that hundred dollars in more lottery tickets. And they'd call them like every week and say, oh, gee, you won again. I'm going to send you, send you another document to sign so you know, we can just keep doing this. And eventually, this. it's just tap power of attorney? Yes, Eventually, it's the power of attorney, and they steal everything they have. Now, under the laws, originally, all they could get them for was like a $12.50 fine for misuse of the mail or something. A, mis- a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. But... You know, I, I know I know misdemeanor. She's yeah, really she's, nice. she's really cute. Yeah. Anyway, what do is they finally found a bank account this person had in Bellevue, Washington... It had millions of dollars in it, and they seized that account. So while they weren't able to put the person in jail for more than 
like 18 months with time off for good behavior, they were able to get millions of dollars away from this person. They had also taken millions and billions of dollars in English pounds in the UK, and they got them there under different laws, were finally able to slam them down. But what gets me is how there was a man and a woman, a team doing this for millions of dollars, scamming and ripping off people who had just lost their loved one. What the hell total lack of ethics and morals to say, gee, I've got a great idea. Let's rip off old people who just lost their loved one. Um, they don't have that moral compass, as you've mentioned before. They don't have that chip in their head. All they have You need a is, chip in their head, all right, from a hammer. <laughs> all they have is what they can accomplish and how much they can get. Can get. Well, if and there were know, such a thing as hell, someone's got a burner on waiting for them. <laughs> well, uh. there, there are other uh, frauds. Um, there's the loan fee fraud. What's that? Somebody, you know, you get contacted, you know, we can get you X number of dollars at a really good interest rate. Um, the loan fee up front is X dollars, and then you're funded, and it's all, it's all done. Uh, legitimate uh, short-term loan companies don't charge, you know, under prime. They just don't do it any or LIBOR. They don't do that. They charge an exorbitant amount, 30%. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, the legal maximum in the state that they're in. Uh, and that money comes out of your pay- repayment. Mm-hmm. Just like an adjustable rate mortgage, you're paying more interest than principal. You're doing the same with your to pay back your short-term loan. So they don't ask for them for anything up front. It all comes out of your payments, and that's a that's legitimate. But if they ask for if anyone asks for money up front for anything, yet that should be a huge red flag. I'll tell you who is very good to deal with. If you ever want to do uh, payday loans, yeah, I just yeah, and that is Cash Central. They are so nice that if you get into a problem where you can't pay them back the extra the two ninety five instead of the two fifty, you go, that's okay, we understand, that happens, you know, uh, just give us a call, let us know when you can. <laughs> They're so nice years ago and so it is they weren't like vindictive or well you bet they're like what can we do to help you so if you ever have to do a payday loan that's the only company I can recommend is Gay Central and they didn't ask for anything up front they were real they were real they were a real company not scams at all the one I do recommend that you send money to immediately is True Crime Uncensored now, you don't have to. There's no law that says you do. But uh, actually, you know, uh, we were offered, you know, we're, we're distributed through Spotify. Uh, that's why you find us uh, on everything from iTunes, Spotify, every podcast uh, outlet on the planet carries True Crime Uncensored. And they give you the option that you can either uh, run their ads uh, or you could... Uh, as for subscriptions from your loyal listeners and be listeners supported. We haven't asked you to do that because I'm afraid to ask you 
How much do you think this show is worth to listen to every week? <laughs> well, you know, I'd, I'd go with the Pandora example, say $5. $5? $5 yeah. a week, $5 a month, what? Yeah. $5 a week? Well, whatever. Whatever. $5 a month. $5 a month. Yeah, make it uh, make it palatable. Uh, could we make this 